When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Tolkien Road, Episode 227. Tea with Tolkien, 2021. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Tolkien Road, episode 227. John here, Greta. Hey, hey. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. Good. On this episode, we are checking in with our friend, fellow Tolkien traveler, Caitlin Fascista of Tea with Tolkien. We last checked in with Caitlin back on episode 113, which was released in July of 2017. Caitlin, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited. No, I know we're we're doing well. We're, yeah, we're excited that we're uh, able to do this again. It's been I can't believe it's been three and a half years. Yeah, That's too it's long. crazy. Uh, last time I was on, uh, I was pregnant with my daughter, and now she's about to turn three. So <laughs> I was thinking about that, and I was like, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. It's uh, yeah, it's it's amazing uh, how time flies, and just how. I'll, I'll tell you, we're going to get into a lot of the stuff you've been going, you've been doing, you have been doing so much in the world of uh tea with Tolkien. And it's, yeah. uh, it might, it might take us, it might take us two or three hours to talk about it all. I just got to be honest. Oh There's, my goodness. Yeah. Buckle your seatbelts, people. Kayla's like, I don't have that much time. Uh, well, my battery might die on my computer. I don't know. Well, we, we better, we better jump right in then. Uh, I do want to give a shout out to our, uh, to our patrons and especially this episode's executive producers, one of whom you might know, Caitlin, because it's yes. you, Caitlin of T with Tolkien. So thank you, Caitlin, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much for um, this, the, the support you've given, you know, to our podcast. I'm happy to do it. Thank you. Also to Lise Yu um, and Andrew T, our two other executive producers. So thank you all so much. Yes, thank you all. Well, um, we are going to, I mean, really this episode is going to be kind of tailored towards what Caitlin is uh, is doing uh, these days and has been up to over the last three years. So we're going to, we're going to kind of do all of our quote of the week and our news, and it's all going to kind of revolve around our conversation with Caitlin. Um, and actually, Caitlin, one of the things that we received from you is being, I think, I think because we were patrons, because mm-hmm. we are patrons of Tea with Tolkien, um, is we got this uh, cool little postcard right here um, that had uh, had a great quote on it. And I've, I love this quote. And I think to myself, like, yeah, this is really what it seems like Caitlin is all about, right, when it comes to Tea with Tolkien. Um the quote is, keep up your hobbitry and heart and think that all stories feel like that when you're in them. You are inside a very great story. Uh, and that's from letter 66, which was written to Christopher. Um, 
I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, Caitlin, but do you want to like, tell us like what, what that quote means to you? Like what it's um, like, why you chose that one to, to send out as a special quote? Yeah, I, I thought that, well, first of all, I used to have a lot of merchandise that said Hobbit at heart. So I felt mm-hmm. like when I saw that quote, I was like, Oh my goodness. Um, but uh, that idea of like keeping up your hobbitry at heart is very like, it kind of carries the hobbits through, you know, especially when Sam is, Uh, feeling super discouraged like towards the end of the Lord of the Rings and so I thought it was a very encouraging quote and I know a lot of people are going through a lot of difficult times especially Mm -hmm. last year and it's continuing on into this year Um, so I thought that would be just a really encouraging quote um, and just kind of like something something to reflect on yeah yeah cool yeah I agree it's beautiful and I think I think it's a um a great remind like I love the part about like we are in a great story and like everything even the bad you know is part of that story and it's all working together to to um you know to to make us who we are and the and to shape you know the the um just the purpose that God has for each of us and um I think that's just a really good reminder because sometimes it's easy to, to just, you know, especially with everything that's been going on yeah. to, to lose sight mm-hmm. of that, to lose sight of the big picture and um, to think about your life as a story. I think that's a cool mindset to have. Right. And it reminds me of the, that part. I think it's in, I always get the end of the two towers and then the beginning of the return of the king mixed up. So I don't remember which book it's in, but the part where uh, Frodo and Sam are talking about Baron and Luthien and, and just being like, wow, we're in the same tale still. And this is kind of like the Tolkien version of that, like in his own life. So I thought it was really a really cool quote. Yeah. Yeah. I think people, I think, I think it's probably pretty common to get those two, those two things mixed up now because of, uh, Peter Jackson, how they, yes, how Jackson the structured the movies, right? Right. I'm so, like, wh- yeah, I, I always get those two mixed up. Cause yeah, cause the whole Frodo and Sam arc, um, you know, they, they actually like their encounter with Shelob is at the end of the two towers and the books. And then, but Jackson carries it. I mean, it's like, in it's like in the second half of, uh, return of the King, the film. So, right. Yeah. And I think it's just, and I think it's like, you know, before they get to that, before they get to that point uh, in the books and sequence. Mm-hmm. Uh, letter 66 is um, there's a lot of good stuff in that one. I was, I was kind of reviewing that quote in context today. And then I saw, um, I saw another, another little bit uh, about for we are attempting to conquer Sauron with the ring. Um, oh, and I just, I was like, when is that not applicable? <laughs> you know? It's so uh, good. I know it's um, it, that that's one of those quotes. That's just always, always somehow relevant in our world. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, uh, Caitlin, like I said, we have a lot to talk about. So, um, yeah, our, so I was going back and I actually listened to our last interview, uh, which was episode 113. Um, and you know, we had, I think we had known you for a little while at that point, you, we had corresponded a good bit and, and you were just kind of like getting the ball rolling on some of your projects mm-hmm. at that point. Um, it was already pretty impressive what you were doing. Um, but it's just become even more so in that time. I mean, you have been a, a busy hobbit. I'll just say right? it's been a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, writer, publisher, podcaster, 
social media influencer. And I have to say, uh, comedian, like you're, <laughs> uh, like I, you know, I, I follow you on Twitter and, um, and that's probably where I hear from you most. And like, I, fre I frequently like just laugh out loud at, you know, like when I'm by myself reading something that you've said on, you know, that you've posted on Twitter or something like that. So that's so great. Um, but yeah, like, you know, just, um, I, let's see, where do we start? I think, I think what I want to start with is just a refresh on your Tolkien testimony. Like, so we, um, you told us a little bit about this back on episode 113, but it's obviously been three and a half years since then. So I'm just wondering like what more time and reflection has allowed for you to say like what Tolkien means to you and why you've created this whole community, like fan community of tea with Tolkien around, around this one guy. And, um, you know, just tell us more like about what he means to you and your history with Tolkien. Wow. Okay. So, well, the way that I got introduced to Tolkien, I think I talked to you about it on the last episode was my dad got a copy of the fellowship of the ring on DVD for his birthday. And my dad was just like, I don't want this. Like my dad's more of a star Wars guy. He's, he's never yeah. been into uh, Lord of the Rings, that, that kind of style. And so I was like, well, I'm going to watch this. Okay. So, question for you there, because I remember hearing that, right. Has right. he changed it all right with, with your, um, yeah, I don't, come think, around? I don't think he's read it. Um, he has some, I don't know, maybe he's seen the movies by now. <laughs> he's definitely solidly a Star Wars person though. Still, so. still solidly Star Wars. Yeah, I don't no. think he, maybe he's inched closer to Lord of the Rings, but I don't, I don't think he'll probably ever read it. That's just not really his style. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so that's how I got the movies. And then I think I was like 12 or 13 and I was just was then obsessed with them. And it really, I carried it through high school. Like every, uh, assignment we had to do, I found a way to make it into a Lord of the Rings themed assignment. Like whether it was an art project, I'm like, oh, I, I lettered this quote from Lord of the Rings, or, um, we had to do this literary assignment in my senior year where it was like you know a list of every single literary device that you could ever think of and you had to pull an example for each one of them like you know like allegory simile metaphor all that stuff and mm -hmm. i used tolkien for every single one of them yeah and i felt i don't know as a as a high school senior i was very impressed by myself <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then um it really just carried through i read I took the Silmarillion with me because um, the copy that I have now, my best friend actually gave it to me as a wedding gift. And after I got married, I brought the book with me on our honeymoon when we went to Italy. And, you know, I'm just reading it as we go. But I didn't really finish it until maybe four years ago. Mm -hmm. So um, that took a while <laughs> to read yeah. Silmarillion for the first time. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so, okay. So I had a question about, about this. So you were like, it, it really, um, it really kind of amazes me that like from, from nine or 10 that you were so into Tolkien uh, as like, because I, I feel like in, in our generation um, and like, you know, Harry Potter was really the big, was really the big thing around that time. Mm -hmm. And so like, do, can you, I guess, can you say anything about like why you think you were, you were more drawn to Tolkien or were you, you know, drawn to Harry Potter at the same time? 
Um, I was not allowed to read Harry Potter. So ah, okay. that was not even an option. Um, I remember though, the, the last Harry Potter movie came out when I was like 19 or 20. And I do, I did see the last movie and I vaguely remember like being in the bookstore when the Harry Potter books were coming out because there was just like a frenzy of people there. And it was like, mm -hmm. I was just thinking like, what, I don't even know what this is about. I, I just wasn't really ever interested in it. Um, and even if I was, I wouldn't have been allowed to read it anyways. <laughs> so. so Tolkien, but you were allowed to read Tolkien, obviously. Yes, yeah, so. that was, uh, I don't really know. I don't, I don't really ever talk to my parents about it. They just said, this one's okay. This one's not. I was like, okay. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was obviously meant to be. Obviously, yes. how it was supposed to happen. Right. So, yeah. Right on. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, you know, and that's, that was a, that was not an uncommon like thing either like that uh no, you know, right harry potter it was like harry potter no 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 harry well, potter it's right? funny i remember um when they started to come out you and i had basically i think we would we were married by that point i think we I mean, maybe not when they first started but anyway we had like decided as a couple like oh no we, we can't read these like they're you know they're they're just whatever for whatever reason it went against our faith or i don't know what we said but we were mm -hmm. like oh we can't read these well then my brothers my younger brother's girlfriend started reading them and was telling us about them and at first we were like oh, like we were just like you know really shocked by the fact and we were like oh i told my brother you might have to break up with this girl she's reading harry potter i'm not sure that this is appropriate <laughs> but um but as she read them and like told us about them we were like oh maybe, maybe it's gonna be okay so we just kind of picked started picking them up and anyway fast forward a few years when the last book came out I was expecting our second child and he was about to go away on a submarine and we were literally fighting. We only had one copy of the book and we were literally <laughs> fighting over that one mm -hmm. copy. And I was saying, wow. I need to read this because I'm about to have a baby. And he would say, well, I need to read it because I'm about to go underway. And so anyway, <laughs> we would like hide the book from each other. And it was just kind of funny. Wow. So we went from one extreme to the other. But anyway, that was a long rabbit trail. Sorry. Right. Yeah. That's so, But now I. I I did end up reading them after I got married and my husband was in medical school. So we were in the Caribbean and I literally had nothing to do there because um, I'm just down there with him and he was studying. I'm not kidding, like 20 hours a oh, day. Oh, I believe it. I believe um, it. Yeah. And so I, when we came down there, I brought the first like four Harry Potters and I read them so fast. But then I had to wait until we could go back to the U.S. to get the rest of them. Oh, so they weren't available there. It was rough. No, yeah, they didn't have bookstores or anything like that. So, oh, so I read them all within the span of a couple months, I think, um, and just like went straight through them, and I loved them. But they're, I don't think that they can hold up to Tolkien. I don't think they I, I, I would agree. <laughs> yeah, no, I would agree. In fact, <laughs> in fact, it's funny when we were, um, we, you know, we interviewed Solomon. Solomon Schmidt. Yeah, Solomon yep. Schmidt, who's leading this this Tolkien, Lewis, and Rowling tour over mm -hmm. the summer. And we, we had a couple of fans say to us, like, uh, yeah, Rowling doesn't belong in this group. You, you know, <laughs> they just came right Aww. out. They were like, they're like, no, Tolkien and Lewis are like up here. So, which I think is a probably pretty common. But I mean, it, it it's true that Rowling was very, very influenced by Tolkien. Yeah. So, right. But this is a Tolkien podcast, not a Rowling podcast. So I, I probably need to get us back on track. They've been so. droning on on I Harry know, Potter. I'm People so are already talking. Like, did somebody say Harry Potter? <laughs> they're like, <laughs> right. they're like, unsubscribe. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, no. no, they they are definitely in the same in a similar vein. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, for sure, similar vein. Yeah. I I imagine that uh, I imagine that Rowling would probably would probably say no. I'm not on the same level as <laughs> Lewis. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, I, you know, it's just like that different. You know, that different generation. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. So I just, I wanted to yes, ask you yes, about yes. that because it's not, you know, like so many more kids like these days seem to be drawn to Harry Potter first. And uh, that, that was yeah. just the, just something I was kind of interested in about that. I also book. think it's, I mean, I think it's in part due to the way that you go into any bookstore and the Harry Potter section is massive, you know, mm-hmm. yes. there's just Harry Potter merch. Like Harry Potter has been licensed for like literally any object that you want. You can get a Harry Potter whatever um so yeah i do think that plays a big role but i'm very happy that so far tolkien hasn't been uh you know that like mass produced like (laughs) Mm -hmm. it does it does begin to feel very cheap after a while i'm like oh another harry potter section at another bookstore is like okay Mm -hmm. i get it you know i I remember i remember when the films when when the lord of the rings films came out and um and I remember, I think it was the, it must've been the return of the King year because it won all the accolades, but it was, I think it, I think it won some accolades at the MTV movie awards that year. And I remember they had, they had Gollum like as a presenter, uh, you know, <laughs> did like CGI Gollum. And I was just like, what is this? Oh no. Like, how dare you, you know? And yeah, like, oh my gosh. Like, you know, and so I'm, I'm really, I'm really hoping we'll, we'll get to Latron Prime here in, in just a yes. few minutes, but I'm really hoping that we, that doesn't happen. That kind of stuff doesn't happen. Um, it's like, it, this, this is sacred. No. Right, right, right. It's just, yeah, it, makes I, it, yeah. it feels cheap after a while when there's yes, so I completely, much of it. I completely agree with that. Yeah. Um, speaking of merch, Caitlin, I do have a question for you. Okay. Um, so I went on to your website the other day looking for a birthday gift for a friend and I couldn't find a whole lot of merch like on your store have you transitioned like to like because I know you had like the coffee cups and the bags and stuff like that at one point um so I was just wondering if I was maybe looking in the wrong place or if you've you know transitioned into some other endeavors no so right now all I have is like books okay um I I was getting really uncomfortable with the um like you know like intellectual property like copyright stuff mm-hmm. um I don't ever want to like appear as if I'm like profiting off of Tolkien, you know, like using, using Tolkien to like, just make a quick buck, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And then I also don't want to get into any like legal trouble. Mm -hmm. And so I figured until I, I need to just like totally sort that all out and, and figure out because I don't, I, I would just would hate to have anything terrible happen. Sure. Absolutely. No, I totally. Yeah. So so that was really the main thing. And then at the Mm -hmm. same time, like packing orders all the time is very time consuming Mm -hmm. and running to the post office and and stuff like that. So right now I just have books. Um, I've got, which are lovely by the way. Oh, thank you. Yes. (laughs) And I have the planner too. Yes. But, um, yeah, I don't have any other merchandise right now, maybe in like a couple years. Yeah. I'll bring some of it back, but it was just it was a little bit too much for me to handle. All right. I get it. We've been talking about doing merch for years and we still yeah. haven't made it happen. So. It's a lot. <laughs> Just, I mean, and especially if you want to make any money off of it, you have to order in bulk. And then like, yeah. I wish I could show you my room right now. I have probably 60 boxes of paper for the planners right now. Oh, just, wow. It's just 
anything you do, it just becomes massive. So it's mm-hmm. very time consuming and it takes up all your space. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> just be very careful. That's good advice. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, we don't have a whole lot of space to spare. That, that's yeah. uh, that's for sure. But the um, my tea with Tolkien coffee mug is like still my travel, my favorite travel Aww. mug. I like use it all the time. It's it keeps like yeah, it's just my favorite. So <laughs> I'm glad you like it. Yeah. So I'm not, I don't lo- I I love it too much to give it to my friend for her birthday. So what's funny is I actually I got her a Harry Potter mug. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. But I do love the books that like your planner. I know we'll probably get to this. I don't mean to jump out of order. No, you're good. Um, but I know the planner is something that you just launched. It's pretty mm-hmm. new. Um, and I know it's something that you put a lot of time and thought into. Um, and it's it's really it's really lovely. Can you tell me like what in, what inspired that, or or is a planner something you've been wanting to do for a while, or kind of how did sure. it all come about? So uh, I've been using a planner since like middle school when uh, I don't know if your kids, you know, like when you go to school, they give you an agenda now and you have to keep your homework all written down in it. And so when I was in like seventh or eighth grade, they uh, started us on those. And I've just been using a planner ever since, but I've, I'll get like really particular about planners. So I'll buy one at the store and be like, oh, the paper is not right. Or, oh, the font, you know, and like (laughs) stuff like that, like Mm -hmm. really, really bothers me. And so one day I was just like super, super like anxious about it. And my husband was like, why don't you just make yourself a planner? And then I was like, oh, duh. (laughs) So, uh, So then I just, I made it. And then I was like, well, I did make this, you know, And then, uh, I don't know, anytime I make something, I'm like, oh, I'm sure other people want it. So then I, I, it kind of one thing led into another. And now I have 60 boxes of paper in my room. And (laughs) so (laughs) it's been really cool though. I think a lot of people like it. Um, I like it. I mean, I use it every day. So really I was like, well, I'm going to make this planner for myself. And if other people like it, then that's great too. I think that's perfect. That's what, Mm -hmm. you know. Absolutely. Yeah. that's how it should be. Yeah. I, I, uh, it's, it's hard, it's hard to create something for, uh, you know, like for someone else when it doesn't kind of reside mm-hmm. in your heart mm-hmm. in the first place, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, I make websites for a living and, uh, and I can identify with like agonizing over like little details, like fonts and, mm-hmm. you know, and that kind of thing. And, uh, I, I still don't feel like I'm pretty, I, I've never had the visual, like the visual gift, particularly I'm, I'm more of like, I can do the coding part of it. So I'm kind of like, oh, I'm figuring mm. out, you know, yeah. all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, let's, let's talk about some of the stuff that, um, I mean, I'm just going through your website and the biggest thing that I've you know, I've been hearing about lately from you is uh, your Silmarillion book club. Mm-hmm. So this is great because uh, as you know, like from the beginning with our podcast, we really tried to kind of highlight the Silmarillion and, um, and, 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 and you're doing that work too, of helping people like, like dive into the background, because as we know, the Silmarillion, like you, you really don't understand Tolkien until you've dove into the Silmarillion and you understand that background. And once you do, it illuminates Lord of the Rings and it, it like elevates it even higher as if it wasn't already great enough by itself. You, you understand all the backstory. So tell us, tell us why you decided to do a Silmarillion book club and uh, tell us how it's going. Oh, it's going great. Um, I think we're on week two or three right now. So if anyone listening wants to jump in, there's, there's still time cause we're not very far into it, but um, 
really the the heart of tea with Tolkien is our book clubs and so we'll usually do like um you know Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit then the Silmarillion and it kind of just has been in a rotation uh ever since I started so this year I wanted to do well last year we did Lord of the Rings um as like a a full year so we went really slowly but not a lot of people were able to keep up I think you know just stuff got in the way and also last year was pretty unpredictable oh, yeah. but so for this year I wanted to do Silmarillion just because it's one of my favorite books and mm -hmm. I know a lot of people feel very intimidated by it and I'm just really tired of hearing people say like, oh, the Silmarillion is so boring. <laughs> and I'm like, no, this is like the best book in the world. It's amazing. And so um, I, I've got a lot of people in our book club this year and um, we'll be reading it until the end of May is when, so we're doing a couple chapters each week um, just cause I didn't want to spend the next like five years on it. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> Which you so can easily do for sure. Yeah. That, that yeah. would be fun, but I just yeah. don't think people would, would continue through, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm really focusing on people who've never read it before and mm -hmm. just kind of trying to reach out to them. Like, Hey, if you've ever wanted to read this book, like we can help you make it through because it can be intimidating or discouraging if you, um, get lost or you, you can't remember, who like, you know, everyone is, especially mm -hmm. when you get to Feanor and Finway and yeah. everyone whose name starts with an F. I'm, that's very intimidating at first. So the book club is really aimed at people who have always wanted to read Silmarillion, but couldn't. Yep. Yeah. So it's been really fun so far. I mean, we're only a couple weeks in, but the discussion in our discord server has been really lively and it's, it's even hard for me to keep up with. I'm like always checking it, trying to just <laughs> see what's even going on. There's, there's a lot of people in it and it kind of has a life of its own. That's cool. No, or do you see a lot of, um, kind of light bulbs coming on for people as they, mm -hmm. you know, as they start to pick up, I mean, you're not too far in, so there's not a lot of like uh discussion of like names that they might, they might recognize just yet it would right. seem like but but even so like you know i'm sure there's some light bulb or just people saying like well this this stuff is really interesting once you kind of spend yeah. the time you invest in just getting wrapping your mind around it yes and a lot of people have been recommending your books to to one another i'll be scrolling oh, awesome. through the discord and they'll be like oh this book by john carswell you got to check it out and i'm like yes this is so great <laughs> so it's fun That's seeing cool. um I, I don't even really have to do too much in the group like the people are just like they're taking care of each other they're discussing amongst themselves and everyone's been really respectful and we haven't had any incidents yet you know i'm always worried when there's a big forum like that but so far everyone's been great and it's just been really fruitful conversation. Okay, we were planning awesome. on we were planning on jumping, kind of doing a, a special like kind of lore, uh, lore discussion. But I while we're on the topic of the Silmarillion, I want to put you on the spot again, Caitlin, and okay. just say, do you do you have a favorite part of the Silmarillion? Okay, I was thinking about this this morning. So I think the the funniest part for me is when um, I forget who is the person who wants the Silmaril from Baron. He's like, show me the Silmaril. And he's like, Baron's like, it's, it's in my hand right now. Oh, right. It's a, uh, it's one of, uh, it's one of Feanor's sons. Um, right, right, right. Yeah. Um, I, who is it? Is it Kurfin or? Maybe. Yeah, anyway, I, I, I the name. Right. The name yes. I know so it's the part where he's like, oh, you have the Silmaril. Show me where it is. And he goes, even right now it's in my hand. And then he holds <laughs> up his hand and his hand is gone. And like, right that part, I just, 
is so funny to me. And it just like, every time I think about it, I just crack up laughing. So I was thinking that's probably my favorite part just because it's so funny. Dark, dark humor there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's in my hand. Oh, but my hand's not here. Sorry. Like I but, this is, but my hand's kind of in the belly of that dog or that giant. Whoops, yes, but there. it's in my hand. So I don't know. Just Tolkien's humor when it pops out like that is just yeah. like, it's so like startling and mm-hmm. so good. It's, it's just hilarious. It's yeah, a little it, unexpected too, I think, yes, which makes it right. even, even funnier and more special. Well, I, I feel, and, and by no means am I an expert on this kind of thing, but I feel like what little I know of like ancient sorts of writing, um, that that's actually like kind of the humor that, that would have been in that. And, and just like ancient forms of writing, like Ang- mm-hmm, ancient, like right. Anglo-Saxon literature or something like that. You know, it's like these little like dark comedic moments where you're just like, it, like we lead it, we read it on a literal level and we're just kind of like, we're just kind of like, wow, that's dark. But for like the people back then whose lives were kind right. of dark all the time, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, hilarious. His mm-hmm. hand got bitten off. Right. Like, I know. Uh, yeah. There is so much in the Silmarillion that to me is just like so funny. I'm, it's, I think it's just the way that my brain works. <laughs> right on. That's, uh, that is that is really funny to me because I wouldn't associate Silmarillion and funny like in the right. same sentence. <laughs> I'll just me, be like... I'll just be like reading the Silmarillion, sitting there laughing to myself, and my husband will be like, "What's so funny?" And I'm like, "You wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it." <laughs> this guy's hand got bitten off. It was hilarious. You you should just be like, "It's it's an inside joke between me That's and Tolkien." Right. Yeah. Me and Tolkien. Yeah. Me and Tolkien. Yeah, yeah inside right. joke. There you go. Well, it's like that. Um, it's like that part in. Uh, I think it's I think it's right after the uh, the Noldor. Um, like leave Valinor and Manwe and um, Manwe. And then who's the, why can't I think of the Valar's name who um, is like in charge of the underworld. Um, oh, ne- ne- no, 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 no. Mondos. Mondos. Thank you. Oh. Yes. Thank you. Mondos. Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gotta, Two points for Gryffindor. Go, go brush up on my Silmarillion. All right. Yes. Join our book club. Um, so yeah, Manwe and Mondos are kind of like in this dialogue. Um, and Manwe like tries to have this moment where he's like, you know, it will be, it, you know, they're like, they're like pondering all the horrible things that have happened. And he's like, yet evil shall have, uh, shall be good to have been. Um, and, and then Mondos just says something like total downer. And he's just like, <laughs> yes, but it still sucks or something. Like <laughs> but it's, this, right. it's another moment like that. And then you've, um, and then, and then there's that whole thing of um, between Aule and Yavanna, similar, yes. right? Mm-hmm. I was where, just gonna say that. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. Yavanna's like yeah. Yavanna's like trying to kind of like always, you know, do the always look on the bright side of life kind of thing. And then and then uh, Aule <laughs> says something like, "Yes, but they still have need of they will still have need of wood." Right. Well, she's yeah. like, "You your dwarves better watch yourselves because I've got the eagles and the ants." That's and true. he's like. Well, nevertheless, they'll have need of wood. That's it's right. just like <laughs> this snark is just mm-hmm. so funny to me. Yeah. Oh, yes. It's yeah. good. That's so good. Yeah. It is good stuff. All right. Um, well, cool. So you all definitely need to go check out that Silmarillion, um, the Silmarillion Book Club with uh, T with Tolkien. Um, and, and and so tell us about some of the other stuff. So you've definitely written some, th- you've written some books. You talked about the planner. Um, the thing that pops up when I open the menu on your site is the 30 days in the Shire ebook. Tell us, tell us about that. 
Okay, so 30 Days in the Shire is meant to be a month-long challenge in uh, just like slowing down and becoming more of a hobbit. So there mm -hmm. are 30 different daily challenges. Um, some of them are like take a walk, uh, drink a cup of tea, have have dinner with a friend. And so, um, and then there are also a couple different habits like you try to avoid fast food and eat more like slow food. Um, and it's just the whole thing is geared towards just slowing down and then adopting the positive uh, habits that hobbits have. Mm -hmm. So we don't need any of the negative habits, like the gossiping um, <laughs> or the and, ale drinking. Yes. We, so it's really uh, just I like, I consider that a positive well, personally. Depends on the amount, I think. Yeah, right, well. right. Right. So yeah, that's the whole thing. I was kind of thinking at first I was going to call it like a half 30, like a, it's like a whole 30, but like a halfling oh, 30. Yeah. But uh, that, you know, that's kind of the idea. But I liked 30 days in the Shire much more. It makes a lot more sense to people. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's just a, a little ebook that you can download and print it at home. And then um, in our Discord server, there's a, a little section for that. So other people who are doing it can kind of talk to each other throughout the, the little challenge and um, like just share what they're they're doing each day. So I think that built a lot of community and then it's mm -hmm. just really fun for people. I really like doing it. We usually do them together. Um, like I'll do one in September, one in June, stuff like that. Like Very we usually cool. do a couple, a couple in the year. And the idea is to do it like 30 days in a row. Is that kind yeah. of the idea? Yeah. yeah. So it's like for the next 30 days, I'm going to commit to trying to do each one of these challenges. And I mean, if you can't do it all in one month, it's not like you failed. Right. Um, but it's just like a, a fun challenge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Thanks. Well, I mean, anything else that you want to kind of tout for the world? I, you know, I, I feel like I, you know, I try to, I try to wrangle it all into my mind, but you have so much stuff, you know, going on. So it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And what about your artwork? Do you do that yourself? Cause it's really um, good. It depends. Uh, what do you mean? Well, I like the, okay. So the cover for 30 days in the Shire. No, I didn't do that one. You have um, your, like, you just hire it out. No, but I know I you're I just designed that on Canva, but I didn't, you know, uh, I didn't like draw it. I just assembled the images. Well, you still have a then, great eye. Oh, Thanks. <laughs> but then like the planner cover artwork, I drew that. So oh, I've cool. done some and, okay. and others. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. Yeah, wow. And then you have a book too. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Again. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yes. Um, so the idea between, or the idea behind uh, that book is like, it's kind of like a spark notes mixed with a devotional. So oh, for each okay. chapter of the Lord of the Rings, there's a summary on one side. And then on the other side of the page, there's like a little, just like a, a really short devotional kind of like applying what might have happened in the chapter to your own life and uh, like trying to draw something out of it. And then there's little uh, space for journaling after that or oh, taking cool. notes or whatever. Okay. So it's kind of like a mixture, but it's, it's supposed to be something to um, be a companion to you as you read the Lord of the Rings. So I kind of compare it to like Sam, like this book is like your Sam. Gotcha. Kind of okay. what I tried to do with that. So it's really great for people who are trying to read the Lord of the Rings for the first mm -hmm. time. Yes. Cause that's, I mean, not as difficult as Silmarillion, but it's still a, it's a commitment mm -hmm. for sure. Oh, yeah. 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 It ain't an easy read itself at all. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. no, nope. uh, quite worth it. But, uh, 
but not an easy read. Um, well, wow. So very cool. Well, um, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, it's... So if y'all aren't getting the message so far, you really need to be following Caitlin. Um, and if you're a Tolkien fan, it's just... Uh, you, Caitlin, I, it, it's clear that you do the community thing really well mm-hmm. and um and and i love like just kind of how you try to kind of bring it down to a very personal and practical level on on so many right. of these things yet you don't shy away from the silmarillion either and so you know like that's that's awesome too so uh props props mm-hmm. to you many definitely. props to you for definitely yeah everything you do yeah, yeah. and speaking Thanks. of community i want i want to talk about your hobbit parties so i know oh. this is something that you've you've been doing these for like years, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you started mm-hmm. doing them and they happen on um, Bilbo and Frodo's birthday, correct? Mm-hmm. For like, uh, do you try to do it like yes. on the actual day or if like on the weekend closest or? We usually do it on the weekend uh, before. Okay. So like gotcha. um, I have them planned, you know, like, like I know this year's will be on September 18th, 17th and okay. 18th. So like okay. I have them very planned, very far in advance because I want as many people as possible to be able to come. That's so, so cool. Yeah. So I've been doing last year was our ninth one. So this year oh, is okay. a big year because it'll be our 10th Hobbit party. Yay. Um, to make it extra so special. Cool. And yeah. you, um, I mean, it's a big to do. Do mm-hmm. you have it at your home? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. And I can only imagine just the, the I mean, just looking at the pictures um, and the food. I mean, it just it looks amazing. Can you tell me how, so this will be your 10th. Have they kind of evolved, you know, over time? Yeah, for sure. Our first one was just, um, I think we were in college and it was just a movie marathon and that was it. Cool. So as we've we've grown up and had kids, you know, when I had just one baby, it was more like a little baby party, Mm -hmm. Um, had her baby friends over and um, like had a little pumpkin patch for the babies. And then as the kids have gotten older, now we kind of, I try and I try to do like a kid zone and then an adult zone in our house. So I'll set up like kids games in one area. And one really fun game that we do is Sheila's web. So I take uh, white crepe paper and just do it like all around the whole room. Like, so it's like the entire room is a giant spider web. And then I give the kids foam swords and they just like go to town with the swords, just flashing through it. And then um, that's cool. I also give them little glow sticks. So they're the, that's the file of Galadriel. And um, nice. then I'll hide like la- this past year, I put a Frodo plushie doll in Sheila's web. So awesome. um, <laughs> that was like, whoever gets the Frodo wins, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> 
So we do like a lot of really fun kids games, but then we yeah. also try to do um, like more like grown up stuff. Like we usually have like a fire pit and um, we'll buy a bunch of corn cob pipes for if anyone wants to smoke a uh, pipe tobacco with um, all the guys usually do that. Um, and then we have a lot of food too. So it's just kind of evolved. It used to be only one day, but then um, I would have a lot of people who couldn't come on Friday, but they could come Saturday and then other people couldn't come that day. So now I do two days of parties. Wow. It's wow. really fun though. It's usually like the highlight of the year. So yeah, hopefully we'll be able to have one this year, like a, a real one. Cause last year was a lot smaller due to COVID. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Definitely got in the way of parties. <laughs> I, a lot of parties for sure. Yeah. yeah. Now is this um now all these all like all the games and food and stuff like that, is that like a lot of that is something that you've come up with on your own? Or have you like are there certain like inspirations or have you looked different places for you know for ideas? Usually I will look on Pinterest at um like Lord of the Rings weddings. Oh. Like cause, cause when you search Hobbit party, you get a lot more like I feel like kid parties they're mm. not as like classy and i want our party to be like real nice so yeah. if you look on pinterest at like lord of the rings weddings or even like harry potter weddings um you get a lot of uh like good ideas from that that's cool know. that's really cool i'm just in, i'm like just impressed i i love to attend parties um but <laughs> throwing them stresses me out like yeah. legit yeah. i can't i can't do it um, i get real like i love the preparation but then the actual like follow through is really right. hard for me. So I always like to plan parties at like other people's houses. So if you want any help <laughs> planning this year, just let me know. Yeah. And you guys are more than welcome to drive all the way over. That'd I think, be a fun road trip. I think we need to, I think we need to plan to do I it. I think we need to, too. Yeah. yeah. We had a friend who flew from San Francisco and he came wow. to the party and then he, he could only, he only had one day off. So he flew to our party, um, he flew to Chicago and then drove to our house, came to the party and then drove back to Chicago and flew back home in like wow. a span of like 14 hours. So oh my gosh. That's it was amazing. amazing. Yeah. We had a lot of people come, um, like I've had a lot of people come from, from far away and it's very like, it's an honor almost. And I'm like, no pressure. I need to make this party really good because they've come from very far away. Yeah. So what's the largest group you've had? Would you say? Oh, I don't know. Um, well, a lot of our friends have a lot of kids. So when you kids get always five up the families, numbers, yeah. you know, there's yeah. like suddenly there's 40 kids here, right. you know. Um, right. I did have a party one year where I invited my daughter's entire preschool class. Um, that was probably the biggest one we've had with the most chaotic. There were probably sure. like 15 toddlers and their parents. Yeah, wow. that, was, that was a little intense. But um, it's a lot more fun to do the two day party because usually we'll have one on Friday night and that's more of like all the adults will come like the single people, people without kids. And then Saturday, usually all of the, the people with kids come. So it, it gotcha. they can come to whichever one they want, but it, it's kind of funny how it naturally separates like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Two separate parties. That is, that's, gosh, it's like double the work for you though. I'm like yeah. super impressed. <laughs> It's really yeah. fun though. It's like, I live for this stuff. So, oh man, you must start cooking like how far in advance? Like, like I started cooking like, well, I have to start baking the Lembus. 
um, pretty far ahead of time and it freezes great. So, oh, that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. yeah. Do ahead is always like key for big yes. parties and much you can do, but I was talking to my husband, like I was asking him if maybe we could get a second fridge to go in our basement. Um, just, I w- and I was thinking of the Hobbit party. I was like, I can't fit all this food in our fridge. Like maybe, you know, you can get one of those. Everyone in the Midwest has a fridge in their garage or their basement. I was like, we can get one of those. Yeah. I mean, you never know when that big snowstorm is going to come and you're going to need to, you know, just hunker down and it's true and live off of what you have in the second fridge. Live so. off the Limbus. Yeah, live off the yes. Limbus. Exactly. I just have a second fridge entirely full of Limbus. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. A, sec- a second fridge seems like a totally Hobbit thing, right? You That's know, it's oh, like sure. first breakfast, second breakfast, sure. first fridge, second fridge. Here's what right. you do. You right. add it into your 30 days in the Shire book. That's one of the challenges is <laughs> acquire a second, a second fridge. And then your husband <laughs> can't say no. You'll be right. like, it's a challenge. I have to complete it to complete the 30 days. <laughs> or else, I'm, or else I'm, being, I'm being a total hypocrite, right? You right, know, right. I'm other people, but don't have it myself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But I think, um, I, th- I think we're going to have to, at least pencil that into the calendar. Oh, that, I'm down. That would oh, like, yeah. I'm down. You guys are invited for sure. Awesome. Maybe Sweet. it would even get our kids to read the books. They would like, they'll see like yeah. how many cool people are at this party mm-hmm. and like how awesome the food is that is inspired by Tolkien. And first, maybe- first one of you clowns to mention Harry Potter is walking home. <laughs> so we're going to tell them. <laughs> That's what we'll tell them. <laughs> there yeah. was one year that I had uh, one of my you friends brought her. Yeah. She brought her 13-year-old daughter, and I impressed her 13-year-old. And, you know, teenagers are, like, impossible oh. to impress. Oh, for And this sure. girl was like, this is so cool. And that was, like, the best. That's like, the that ultimate a, compliment. Better than any other mm-hmm. compliment I've ever gotten was I impressed the teenager. It's so mm-hmm. true. It's so true. Yeah, we have a 16-year-old daughter, and I feel like anytime she, like, compliments something, either that I made or that I'm wearing or whatever, it's like – yeah it just means so much deal. more it's yeah. a big deal usually she really just compliments you by stealing your clothes she does sure. <laughs> yeah. but anyway but no this looks um this, it looks it looks awesome so Absolutely. I'm, I'm excited yeah, yeah and i love that you do this i feel like we've never and it's a little ridiculous like we've had this podcast for as long as we've had it and we haven't we've never recognized like hobbit day at all I think we ended up at like a birthday party one day and I they know. were like, oh, it's Hobbit Day. And we were like, oh, it is Hobbit I'm Day. I'm really, I'm really bad about this. <laughs> I got a couple of notes when we just didn't even mention Tolkien's birthday on January 3rd. And uh, oh, no. I knew it was in January. You know, oh. I, I'm just, I am so not like a, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm not like a birthday person. You know, I'm just like every year when it's my birthday, I'm like, oh, I guess we're going out to dinner or something like that. And, <laughs> you know, I have to like be very intentional about like remembering my birthday your yes. birthday <laughs> and which... our children's birthday <laughs> right but today's greatest birthday oh is it yes. it is but <laughs> happy birthday this is a great way for me to celebrate to be completely oh honest i'm so glad this worked out the way it did but yeah. thank you yeah that's crazy yeah i know i love that i share a birthday month with tolkien i think that's really that cool. Is yeah. Cool. yeah very, yeah. very cool. special yeah. It is. That's a good month for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I'm I'm always so bad about remembering such. I have friends who aren't even that into Tolkien who are like, "Hey, it's Tolkien's birthday," and I'm like, "Oh, it is," or like, "Oh, it's Bilbo's birthday," you know? And it's like, "Oh, oh, oh yeah." I guess. It yeah. sounds like you need a tea with a Tolkien planner. That's, that's. I was thinking the exact same thing. I was like, you know, I think that's what he needs. That would help. 
uh, you know, that maybe that's the solution to all of my problems. It in probably life, is. Right? You know, I mean, it wouldn't, it couldn't help. It couldn't hurt. No, it could not hurt. No. And, and, you know, I have actually been walking around today saying it's my birthday, precious. <laughs> like the kids, like I got like, I'm part of Starbucks rewards. So I get like a free, you know, you get like a free coffee on your yeah, birthday yeah. if you're like a Starbucks rewards member. And so I went and got like my ginormous, you know, free coffee from Starbucks yeah. and the kids have been stealing it. And I've been like, that's my birthday treat, preciouses. Don't drink my birthday treat. <laughs> so anyway, I've been, I've been, I've been golemizing my birthday a little bit, I guess. Oh no, you better watch out. <laughs> I better watch out. I know. <laughs> well, you know, you're supposed to, you, as, as a good hobby, you're supposed to give gifts on your birthday. I know, but... Mm. I know. I actually, no, no, but I, don't like I actually did think, <laughs> I, I did think about that though. And I was like, cause I know it, you're right. That, it, that would be the very Hobbit thing to do. It's true. But it is hard. It is hard having a birthday so close after Christmas because it's just mm -hmm. like, you know, gift giving is that you were kind of a little tapped out at that point. So maybe next year I'll be more prepared. Right on. With my gifts for everybody else. Well, I'm down with the Hobbit party. So, oh, you know, yes. plan on it. Definitely. We'll put on. So you said 17th and 18th? Yep. Okay. I think we'll be there for both days. Perfect. Really. We'll come just ourselves on Friday night. We'll leave the children at the hotel. And then we'll maybe <laughs> bring them on Saturday. We'll have a date Friday night. And then we'll come. Perfect. We'll let them come play on Saturday. Okay. <laughs> All right. We have it planned. Good deal. <laughs> All right. Good deal. Looking forward to it. All right. So, uh, well, we 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 still have some important things to talk about. So, what, what's uh, more important than a Tolkien Hobbit party? Well, I'm not I'm saying it's asking. not important. I'm just saying we have some other important things to oh, talk about too. Okay. We, and, you didn't and use like, the word more, did you? What's Sorry, that? nothing. No, no. no. It's okay. all important. <laughs> all very important. But the we're, Hobbit party's the most the best, important. We're the best podcast host, podcast hosts of all time. Man, we're sure. just we're so well organized and on the same page. All the time. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, um, so I wanted to I wanted to just do a little more lore uh, discussion. You know, you've been a Tolkien fan for so long, and I think I know who the who number one is for you. But I want to hear your top three favorite Tolkien characters. And I I'm, okay. I think I know who number one is. I'm gonna, I think okay, I know I'm, who number one I'm is too. I'm gonna whisper it to Greta real quick. Wait, can I whisper it? I wonder if it's the same. Can we whisper it at the same time? Well, no, we're gonna whisper it to each other because we don't want to. <laughs> No, but I mean, can we whisper it to each other at the same time? See if we say this, whisper the same thing. Let's just, let's just write it down. Okay. We can, we can write it down. <laughs> Man, we'll there's see. so much pressure now. <laughs> well, you, this could be like the newlywed game. <laughs> you don't, you don't have a blank piece of paper, do you? Oh man. Let me see if it was going to be what I, yep. That's yep. what I had in my brain too. All right. We'll see if we're right. Okay. My top, my number one would be Sam. <gasps> oh, what did you guys say? <laughs> go go, go on. ahead. Go on. Uh, number two, Varda. Oh. Um, and then number three, ooh, Aowen. Okay. Oh, we're totally off. We were way off. <laughs> we didn't, we weren't even in the top three. What Yikes. did you guys guess? Well, we said, we said Faramir. Yeah, we said Faramir. Oh yeah. I do like, I mean, yes, he's very good. <laughs> For some reason I had in my mind that it was fair, that it was, that you were all about Faramir. But, uh, you know, it, this is a constantly evolving to thing, Sam, too, though. as a Tolkien fan. Right. I mean, Sam the is more you I read. Mean, literally, yeah. I mean, Sam is literally the best in the entire Middle Earth. So. Yeah, you can't you can't beat Sam. Everybody needs a Sam. Sam, yeah. Sam is just kind of the rock, you know. Right. Just but. come back to him time and time again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, tell us tell us about, you know, why Varda and um, and then uh, why Eowyn. Varda, I think um, just I love her her title of uh, Star Kindler, mm -hmm. and um, the way that she 
is the way that like you you get introduced to her in the Selmorellian, but she really carries through in the Lord of the Rings um, as Elbereth. And I think that is just really cool. And I love the way that the characters like call to her. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very similar mm-hmm. to like a Marian devotion. Yeah. So yeah. that means a lot to me particularly. Um, and just the way that she's very, she, she seems very like caring. And um, there's something in the Silmarillion about how she kind of always hears when the um, people are like pleading with her, or, like, mm-hmm. like asking for her help. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really love that. And then just the imagery of like the stars, I think is really beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I totally. And the whole Marian imagery, I think, is, you know, just the thing about how she always hears. I mean, that's, you know, I feel like there's right. so many Marian prayers where, you know, you're just like, she's always hears. So, right. Um, and then the, yeah, the hymn that the elves sing to her is mm-hmm. just very similar to like the uh, Salve Regina. So yes. I, I really love that connection. Um, I mm-hmm. think it's just really neat. And it's just an illustration of the way that um, Tolkien was so steeped in his faith and that mm-hmm. it really just like flowed out from him. And that mm-hmm. would be, I don't think I'm anywhere near that level of like, I don't know, just the way that it was just such an important part of him. Like I would aspire to be like that if I even mm-hmm. felt like I could aspire. I aspire to aspire to be like <laughs> that, you know? Um, yes. And then yeah. Eowyn, I love the way that she, um, like her, the way that her heart changes, how it softens towards the end. Um, she really is just like, it's like she's raised in this culture where she thinks the only way she can um, like achieve what she wants is to be a warrior and to like, you know, die in glory or, and, and be like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And um, the way that her heart changes and how she's says, I want to be a healer in the end. I just really like Mm -hmm. the way that her story goes. And then of course the, like the whole, like, I am no man thing, Mm -hmm. Um, even though that's not what she says in the book, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, I think that that her character is really cool. And everyone always says like, oh, Tolkien didn't put enough women in his stories. And I mean, I'm sure having more women in his stories would be cool, but the women that he did put in his stories are amazing. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I really like them a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Very strong. A very strong character. Mm -hmm. We did this thing not too long ago. I didn't know how we, I guess we just got just talking about it at dinner or something one night and we were like, um, so if we had decided to give all of our kids Tolkienian names, what would they have been? You know, if we, mm-hmm. like we had kids before we started all of this. So, um, but we decided, or I decided that our daughter would have been Eowyn and yeah. she, she was totally okay with that. Cause I think she, awesome. she really likes, she likes Eowyn Absolutely. too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. we, we, I always, uh, when, when, when I hear that criticism of, of Tolkien, I just, I make that confused. I just make that confused look to myself and I'm like, you know, I'm like, <laughs> Eowyn, uh, and Lord of the Rings, uh, Galadriel, right? <laughs> uh, right. <Eowyn>. Way, <laughs> Galadriel, way more of a spotlight, way more importance than like uh, than um, Celeborn, um, <laughs> and and then you have Luthien, <laughs> who literally is like. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Like she, like 
almost single-handedly defeats Sauron and right. Morgoth mm-hmm. herself, you know, mm-hmm. you're right. <laughs> it's just like, yeah. you just, you're just being picky. Like you're just, yeah. you, you're don't, you don't really understand, <laughs> right. You don't really understand. Uh-huh. I so do think a lot of the time that criticism comes from like maybe having seen the movies more um, mm-hmm. just because I mean, and then at the same time, like there are no women in the fellowship of the ring. So I do get it, you know, from a, I do, it does make sense, but I, I do think that the women that he did write are incredible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And even though the women aren't actually in the fellowship, the fellowship without them would not have been successful. Mm -hmm. Right. Think about, you know, just all the important roles they played within the story. Um, You know, just think about Eowyn, right? There's no way. Like if she hadn't healed, um, oh, am I getting my movie mixed up with my book? But she heals Frodo, right? A- what? Eowyn? Not Eowyn. Not Eowyn. Arwen. Arwen. Sorry, I'm thinking of Arwen. <laughs> that is my complaint, though, is his names are too, they sound too much alike. But they mean something. <laughs> I know. I know. It's true. It's true. But it's, you know, Arwen, Eowyn. I was talking about Arwen. That's who I was trying to talk about. But anyway, we were just talking about A1. That's my excuse. That's okay. So anyway, yes, yes. Even though they aren't exactly in the fellowship, they still mm-hmm. play very, very important roles. And yeah, right. and A1 too. I mean, you know, the way he, she gets everybody to Helm's Deep and, you know, I mean, they, yeah. There anyway. are, yeah, there are many outstanding, uh, outstanding female characters. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, I, I'm just, yeah, it. Sometimes, a lot of times people, and this, I think this applies to just so many things these days. People are just critical for the sake of being critical. Uh, Possibly, and yeah. For the, for the sake of scoring points and uh, in, in some way that's important to them. Anyway, that's John's take on it all. All right, uh, moving on. <laughs> hate, we'll get off our hate, soapbox the hate now. Mail, the hate mail shall now flow <laughs> and the one-star reviews on iTunes. All right. Um, let's see. A, a favorite passage or two or three. Okay. Um, I printed it out. So I can read it for you. So this is from The Return of the King. As I said earlier, I get the two mixed up. But this is from when uh, Sam is in the Tower of Kirith Ungol. And he's like looking for Frodo everywhere, you know. And he he goes up as high as he can possibly go. And he just hits a dead end. And he's just totally in like the, the most desperate place that you could ever be. And then he uh, he sings this little song <laughs> that I'm not going to sing. Um, he says, in Western lands beneath the sun, the flowers may rise in spring, the trees may bud, the waters run, the merry finches sing, or there may be tis cloudly night, cloudless night, and swaying beaches bare, the elfin stars as jewels white amid their branching hair. Though here at journey's end I lie in darkness buried deep, beyond all towers strong and high, beyond all mountains steep, above all shadows rides the sun and stars forever dwell. I will not say the day is done, nor bid the stars farewell. So like that song or poem or whatever you call it um, has like meant a lot to me. So I, I find it very encouraging. Similarly to that uh, Tolkien quote that I put on the postcard that you have. Um, it's just kind of the idea of just not giving up and remembering that there you might be in a really rough spot at that moment, but remembering that outside of where you are, there's still beauty and light and uh, mm-hmm. you're not going to be in that spot forever. Kind of yeah. how mm-hmm. Sam's like, I, I won't say, I won't say the day is done, mm-hmm. even though he's in this awful spot. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, it's just keeping that wider perspective, you know, like, mm-hmm. like 
and that the quote that you that we mentioned earlier on the postcard about that that even that those kind of desperate circumstances are part of the great story that we're in right um and it always reminds me too of that um that part where i think they're they're on their way um i can't remember what book it is but they're on their way to Mount Doom and Frodo's just kind of over it. You know, he's just like ready to give up and I'm, you know, I'm done and we're never going to make it. We're not going home, all the things. And, and Sam has that beautiful part where he talks about, you know, maybe one day they're going to read about Frodo and Sam, you know, think of all the Mm -hmm. great stories that we grew up on. And maybe one day that's, they're going to say, Oh mom, can you tell us the tale about Frodo and Sam? And, you know, I think that's, that's, you know, again, like we are all in the story and whether or not people will actually read about us one day, well, that remains to be seen, but mm-hmm. you know, but regardless, we are all in a, a story. Yeah. Um, and the sun will rise tomorrow. So. Yeah. Trem- I mean, those both the, the passage from Sam is, you know, tremendously, uh, the tremendous like power of consolation in that, you know, mm-hmm. like of, of, uh, consoling us in our, in our darker moments. Um, and, I mean, that's just one of the most wonderful things about Tolkien's works right. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. in the first place, right? Absolutely. <laughs> um, right. Yeah. That just that applicability to, you know, some, to so many times in our lives. Mm-hmm. For so. sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's, uh, let's talk about Latron prime, Caitlin, as we okay. call it over here. So uh, I'm, I'm, I really, I, I feel like I, uh, I'm sure you've posted some about like on Twitter or something like that, but like, or given, you know, shared some of your own thoughts, but I haven't seen many of them um, myself. I haven't so, had a lot of thoughts about yeah. it, to be honest. I, I, I mean, I did think, I, I thought about it a little bit today because I was preparing to, to come on the podcast Yeah. and I didn't want to have nothing to say. Um, <laughs> well, I feel like but, you're a, I feel like you're, you are kind of a, like you enjoy, t- like you're a TV show person. Uh, yeah. Like, like, I, cause we are right. We, you know, we're really like, we watch a lot of like, you know, the, longer form TV shows now, mm-hmm. nowadays. And, um, so this was like, we were super psyched to hear the news about this. And even though it's been so slow in coming out, but, uh, yeah, but yeah. I've been getting very nervous. Um, yeah. I feel like it's hard to feel optimistic about it, especially when I've seen some of the other shows that Amazon has put out. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like they're okay, but then there's just a lot of some sometimes something will happen I'll just be like that's weird like you know and then I was reading the synopsis today and the way that they said uh the greatest villain that ever flowed from Tolkien's pen I was like oh it's about Morgoth and then they're like in the second age I was like what (laughs) so so that already I'm like are you serious do you really think that's that that Sauron is the greatest villain I think that's just embarrassing and it bothers me because I feel like they're at least the synopsis. It feels like it was written for fans of the Lord of the Rings movies Mm -hmm. or the Hobbit movies. And that's it. So like they're targeting a really specific uh, audience. And I don't feel like I'm included in that audience, which Mm -hmm. is a bummer because um, I don't know why you would make a show about the Silmarillion. If you, if you're going to go calling like calling Sauron the greatest villain, like that's just silly. Um, so that bugged me. And then there was another part in the synopsis where they said, um, like, uh, it was something like characters new and, uh, new and familiar. And I was like, new and familiar. Are you guys making up characters or do they mean 
do they, I, I'm hoping that they mean new to you because you haven't read the Silmarillion kind of, mm. but to me, that was a red flag because it reminded me of the Hobbit and uh, that elf Toriel, is that who, her name? Uh, oh, yeah. right. The Hobbit movies. Like that. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Sorry. Mm-hmm. The Hobbit movies. So mm-hmm. those were kind of like red flags for me when I was reading the synopsis, but at the same time, um, like the amount of money that they're putting into it does make me think, well, like maybe this will be good, but, um, I'm just nervous. I guess that's how I'd sum it up. Just mm-hmm. anxious about it. Yeah. I think we, we push, we share that emotion. I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. M- most definitely. I think there's, um, I think just the longer it drags out where they don't really give us much info about it. It, you know, I think for all of us kind of hardcore fans, we're a little bit like, um, yeah. we just get more nervous and nervous and you see how much money's in it. And it's like, okay, that could either be a, a really good thing or if, if they have good quality control, or right. it could be a really bad thing in the sense of like, they are just going to, there's so much money in this that it, that they've, they've, they've got to go like kind of so mainstream Hollywood with it because it can't fail. Right. right? You know, that's um, how I, that's after reading the synopsis, it felt like they were, uh, trying for that like mm-hmm. like kind of how the new star wars is the new one whatever it was called uh the force awakens mm-hmm. it was like hey let's just remake star wars right. exactly the same because we want the audience and they got the audience um and so i kind of feel like that might be what they're trying to do like let's make a prequel to the lord of the rings with sauron you know and mm-hmm. so it does make me nervous but um in general, I just try not to think about it. <laughs> we'll just see. Probably we'll, a good, a good right. strategy. Yeah. We'll just see where it all lands. Yeah. I, I, right. uh, so just to, uh, like for our, for our correspondence this week, you know, I like, I, I posted a poll on, uh, on Twitter that was the greatest, you know, just saying the greatest villain that ever flowed from Tolkien's pen. And I listed, I, just to see how people would respond. And I listed right. Melkor and Morgoth. Uh, Melkor slash Morgoth, Sauron, Sauron, and other. Uh, and, you know, the greatest villain that ever flowed from Tolkien's pen, almost 50% said Melkor or Morgoth. Right. It's and just silly to say that. 25 said Sauron, yeah. Yeah. Right. So it bothers me, especially because Tolkien was so careful with how he wrote. Like, the man is a philologist. Right. Like, language and words were important to him. And so either they're just carelessly throwing these kinds of words out, Mm. Or they genuinely think that the Tolkien fans aren't going to like read into it. And either of those bother me, you know Mm. what I mean? It's like, yeah. Yeah. Did you expect us not to read into it? I don't know. Like, have you ever met a Tolkien fan is kind of, those are just my initial, I just felt a little bit bothered by it, but, um, at the same time, I try not to be too like judgmental because I'm sure it'll be great. Like, um, I don't know. Yeah, if if you think, uh, yeah, if you thought Star Wars fans are picky for the last, uh, you know, for the last right. couple of years, you know, once Tol- ready. If, if you if you mess up something with Tolkien, man, <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna get ugly. Yeah, right. Uh-oh. I know. So hopefully, that I don't know. I I do hope that they have like you know a healthy fear of Tolkien fans, um, because I don't I don't know. I just I just hope they don't ruin this because yeah. I'm not going to be happy right. if they do. No, I'm trying. I I'm trying to be optimistic about it. I um I don't know what show you were referring to. If if what shows you were referring to with Amazon, I know we've watched a few that have been original Amazon productions. I think we watched Man in the High Castle, which I was very excited about, and 
um, but didn't. Um, I felt like they it was okay, but it didn't like it. It had so much more potential, and I I think they actually tried to. Um, I think they actually kind of like retooled their, and you know, in-house like executives because they weren't you know probably Jeff Bezos wasn't happy with um, wow. you know all of the where the way things were going with his original productions. Um, so you know maybe hopefully that's a good sign, you know, and we'll get, we'll end up getting something really good, but yeah, I don't know. It's just not really going to know how I feel about it until it happens. Yeah. 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 That's true. Yeah. I don't really think there's too much of a point in speculating it. I mean, it is fun, but Mm -hmm. um, I feel like in a couple of years, we'll just, we'll just know. And then that'll be that. (laughs) We'll know. (laughs) Hopefully hopefully we'll be happy, but if we're not, we will always have the books. So. That's true. Yeah, no one can mess those up. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, yep. So some of the other responses to this poll uh, is, is some people wrote says uh, Morgoth may be the biggest villain of the universe, but the most well written is surely Sauron, and it's got to be who they're talking about here. I don't know if I was sure. What does well written mean? Yeah, that's yeah, that's I kind of it's that. Twitter. So you know, it's it's yeah. I'm sure that they have really good. You know, I'm sure that. Uh, somebody said Lobelia Sackville Baggins. Okay. I saw that. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, Feanor. Um, hmm. I've seen Ungoliant, uh, Shelob. Yeah. There's some other good ones. Smaug. Yeah. You can only give a, like three op- or three or four options on right. the Twitter poll. So I had to leave one as other. So. Right. Yeah. That's, that's clever though. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Some of the responses. He, Tolkien does have a lot of very good villains. That's for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you could throw in there like, um, Denethor, um, just the black mm-hmm. riders themselves. Um, yeah, yeah. a lot of, a lot of, I mean, just, just, um, uh, Glaurung, you know, from, uh, from the Silmarillion, the dragon, you know, mm-hmm. good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, there's a lot lots of, of good ones. Yeah. I guess we'll see. I mean, we'll see who the biggest of all is though. Right. Yeah. Who is, who in Amazon's opinion is the biggest oh, yeah, of all these possibilities? Can't wait to see. It's oh probably, it, it's probably going to be Jar Jar Binks. Let's just, uh, <laughs> Sith Lord Jar Jar Binks. Oh, Sith Lord Jar Jar Binks. Uh, yeah. All right, Caitlin, this has been a lot of fun. It has uh, been, and any yeah. like final parting thoughts you want to, uh, you want to share with us or the audience? Ooh, um, well, uh, thanks for having me. I, I just, Please. If anyone wants to read the Silmarillion with us, they can uh, join our book club. They can uh, sign up at twithtolkien.com slash book dash club. Um, and you have to sign up with your email address and then you'll be sent the link to our Discord server. That's just kind of how I keep it um, you know, like moderated. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really where twithtolkien.com is really where I have everything. So if they're all the planners and books and everything I've got going on, it's all the, that's kind of the hub. Cool. And can yeah. people get to your, can they subscribe to your podcast that way too? Um, yeah, the podcast episodes are on the website or you can listen in like Apple Podcasts or Google Play. Okay. Um, All the normal oh. podcasts. All the podcatchers. Yes. And it's yes. just called Tea with Tolkien. Right now we're doing book club episodes. So if you, um, okay. I, if you don't want Silmarillion book club episodes, then I don't have anything for you. But <laughs> Well, you have a backlog. You have That's a lot true. of stuff that you did before. That's so, true. Yes. They can catch up. Yeah. yeah. And they're shorter than ours. So if people want something, you know, just a little, a little bite and don't want to listen to all of Exactly. On. Get tired of our <laughs> rabbit trails and goofiness. Like 
Yeah. I could just right. never talk for an hour. Like I just couldn't, I can, I'll be well, talking. By yourself, and, it's hard. Yeah. Right. And I feel like some people aren't able to listen to an hour long podcast. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do. I like to have mine very short. So it's like, yeah. you just get it. Then you're done. You don't mm-hmm. have to listen yeah. all day. John and Greta are like, blah, 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 blah. Caitlin's all like, <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> exactly. That's a perfect description. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Yes. All right. Well, um, thanks, Caitlin. It's been yes, a lot of fun. Um, Thank you guys so yeah. much. Thank you for, for being here and giving us your time. It's been thanks it's for been having great. Me. Absolutely. We can do it more often. For sure. I mean, three and a half years. That's a little. Anytime. Bit. I'm always cool. here. Cool. Well, thanks to our patrons also. Um, and to everybody who listens, we want to especially thank the following patrons, Caitlin of T with Tolkien, Lise U, Andrew T, Shannon S, Brian O, Emilio P, Zeke F, James A, James L, Chris L, Chuck F, Asia V, Ish of the Hammer, Teresa C, David of Pints with Jack, Jonathan D, Eric S, Joey S, Eric B, Matt L, Johanna T, Ms. Anonymous, Sam N, and Mike M, and those celebrating their anniversaries this month. Tyler W, Shannon S, Brian O, Margaret L, Emilio P, Zeke F, and Katie W. And thanks again for to Caitlin for sitting through that list of people. Yes. <laughs> you guys have a lot of patrons. That's awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, we're just, we're thankful for everybody, you know, yeah. and, yeah, and all the really support. Is. So yeah, it's great. Um, it's encouraging. Well, uh, thanks everybody for listening and we'll talk at you next time. Bye y'all. Bye.